Hello everybody, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are from. This is Chioma Talks, a podcast where I talk about random things, life things, and of course, African fashion. Hey everybody, this is Chioma from Chimu Talks. Anyway, um, so today's topic, I'll be talking about employers and employees, you know, just some of the trends that I see in like the job searching um, area, but what, but this is only based off what I see. So again, these are strictly my opinions. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. If you want like a healthy, open discussion, that's fine. But this was more of a this is what I have observed, and for the life of me, I can't understand why, but let me just go into it. So, um, my last episode, I was talking about job hunting and self-worth. So, for a lot of you who have applied to jobs, you know, job searching can do a number to, you know, your how you feel about yourself. It can be a draining process, especially in this day and age where, you know, a lot of resumes are read by machines and can be thrown out without the company seeing it. And what really hurts a lot of people, one, it's the constant rejection, but two, you can even talk to the HR to just get feedback on what you did wrong. Or even worse, there are a lot of there are many companies who will even tell you before you apply that they're not obligated to even tell you about your application. They will say they received it, but whether or not you got the job you won't be expecting an email. And it's gotten so bad that when I get rejection letters, I get sad, but I'm also happy because I'm like, at least I know where I stand. Because there will be companies, they can have, they could have rejected you in five seconds. They could have had somebody pick somebody else, but they'll never let you know because they're like, we're not obligated to tell you. Whatever. Okay. So to get that out of the way, so in that um, skit, that's what I was talking about. And I had a point of a lot of the people that I was interviewing with at that particular job fair, I can tell that they were suffering abandonment issues in the sense of they really didn't want their people to leave, but a lot of people would leave. And it's not for the reason that you think. For the job fair, a lot of their core audience was high school students and maybe at most um, college students who were not done with their degree. So someone like me who's done with, you know, university, I'm not, my type of people are not usually at those job fairs. But, you know, I went to check it out because, you know, again, I didn't know what, it, it was nice. So a lot of, but a lot, I know their main demographic of their workforce is high school students. So I remember there was this one company I was interviewing with and they say they lost over half of their workforce. And I was wondering why. And the reason was college. A lot of their workforce graduated in high school and were moving away for college. So, which is why they're doing a huge recruiting season, right? So again, seeing someone like me who, again, I don't have college anymore. I'm done with university. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to leave like that. 
But a lot of the interviews for that job fair, a lot of people were talking about they wanted someone who's reliable, someone who's consistent. You know, they're saying, you know, we're only hiring all these bunch of kids. It's finally good to have an adult. And in my mind, I'm like, how do you expect to hire an adult when you are paying your managers $12 an hour or at most $15 an hour? Again, I know there are adults who work that wage, but I'm like, they adults have a lot more expenses. They have to pay rent. They have to pay bills. They have to pay phone bills. And depending on what type of the adult they are, if they have kids, then that's even more. So I'm like, of course you're going to have high school students because may, may, most high school students, you know, They do have expenses, but they don't have to pay for rent. Many of them do not have children. Many of them have a mom or dad who are supporting them. Many of them. Not all. There are some high school students that are going through tough times. But for the majority of them, they don't have to pay a lot of expenses. So you can pay them $9.50. You can pay them $10. And they'll be okay. Again, I say okay with hesitation because how y'all are working these high school students is kind of criminal, in my opinion. But anyway, um, but so of course it's a bunch of kids because adults who have all these expenses are not going to take these types of jobs, especially if they have a degree. But I digress. But what? But that was like what I said in my mind. But when. I noticed that this was a problem across all of the jobs that I was talking to at that career fair. It brought up another problem for me that, you know, they're scared of people leaving. They believe their high schoolers are not as reliable, not thinking, no, they're just high school students. They may not have access to a car. They have homework. They, you know, they have homework. They can't, if they fail, that's, are you, if they fail their classes, are you going to help them go to the next grade. If they don't go to college, are you going to help them pay for college, get scholarships? No, you guys will just replace them. So they have to, you know, you guys have to be more flexible. But, um, so it brought up another point, you know, in me, especially when in one job interview, someone looked at my resume, they were talking to me. Excuse me, y'all. Excuse me, sorry. And they were talking to me, and they and this was the interview question. They looked at my resume, and they asked, is this a job that you're taking in the meantime until you find a job in their, in, in your field? That was the question. They, they basically asked me point blank, am I taking this job because I want it, or am I taking this job until I find something else and move on? Because they saw my resume, and they're like, she studied it. Sorry, I thought I heard something. You know, they saw my job. They knew I studied engineering. I have a master's degree in engineering management. So they're probably like, why is she interviewing for a sales position here? Understandable. But they asked me that point blank because I know that that's a problem. And in my last podcast, I was talking about that a little bit. And my point was like, sometimes employers are not flexible enough with their employees And I can tell a lot of companies are afraid of 
employees leaving because again it is more expensive to bring on new people than it is to keep your old people as long as your old people are not like toxic and losing you money right uh hold on y'all i'm a little sorry i'm a little sick but um so yeah and so a lot of employers are afraid of that and i understand you know it's costly if not just the sticker price of the money but just the time cost you know it's costly i understand that but from the interviews that i have seen and then from what i've seen in like the job searching world and then from having internships myself and you know being open to corporate is not all employers but many employers want their employees to be flexible as as heck they want you to work overtime with no pay so if you leave the office a little bit late you're not expected to get overtime they want you to bring your work home can you believe i was um talking with these people right and they said you know to learn all their products i'll probably have to do some studying at home which again i understand that because you know you can't learn all of it on the job you do have to do some home training but they like expected that like yeah just do it on your own free time you know it was like a big deal to them right they will want you to take your work home or if they don't say that they value that however if you come 10 If you come 10 minutes late, they look down on you. If you're not able to work a weekend, they look down on you. If they see that you have other commitments outside of your job and family, they look down on you. And this is why I say this. And a lot of, so a lot of you know, I do Chimu. It's my own business. I run it and I love it. But at a lot of my job interviews, they would always ask about Chimu and they will ask, you know, like there was this one interviewer, I was talking with him and he saw my company. He said it was impressive, but he's like, if you take the job, will you be, he was basically, he was like, will you concentrate on the job or will you be concentrating on building your business you know because i need someone who's going to be focused and y'all i had to tell him that chimu was a side thing and (sighs) now people will be like choma you're being dishonest but my thing is like i'm not being dishonest because if i have to make chimu a side thing i will but the reason why i had to say that is because if i told them chimu is not a side thing it's my business they think that I will take work time or I'm going to be working on Chimu on the job, right? Because again, a lot of these interviewers ask that same question about Chimu. And I had to say it's a side job for them to be comfortable. And I have been coached to say if people ask about Chimu, just be like, it's a side thing. You know, if you take this job so they won't feel threatened because they want it to be all about them. And then, of course, they like, you know, your family's important. But outside of family, they want it to be all about them. And don't get me wrong. I understand they don't want you to be working 
on stuff during work hours. But I just find it ridiculous that they think because I own my own business that when I go to their job that I'm going to be working on Chimu. No, you hire me to do a job, I'll be doing that job. I will not I am not going to be working on Chimu during business hours because that's not fair to you and that's not fair to me. Like that I love Chimu, but I have to be respectful. I will not work on Chimu while y'all paying me on your like during working hours. Chimu is for when I'm done working. Cuz you know that, that that's just respect. But it just kind of made me sad that they expect me to say Chimu's a side thing. Because if I say, no, Chimu's not a side thing, I'll keep working on it. These people would have written me off. You know, even though I would not have worked on Chimu during business hours. People expect that you will learn your job and bring your job home and learn it to do a good job. But these are the same people... Who will replace you if they feel like you're insubordinate? Because they're like, there are a lot of other people waiting to take your place. Especially for these mall jobs, right? And I just wanted to talk about that because I feel like it's really sad that employers want to go above and beyond, but they won't even do that for you. And I've heard a lot of stories about this. I have seen this. Again, the interviews was just very obvious that they wanted you to work for them, just for them, have nothing else outside of family. But how much they're paying you is peanuts. Right? And it just made me, and it just made me like so sad that employers want you to go above and beyond and they won't do anything for you. Like, they will fire you, they will replace you within a drop of a hat. And that brings me to my next point. When you interview with a lot of these companies, a lot of companies are afraid that you might be using them to get up in the ladder or this is just a stepping stone because I've heard a lot of people say when you talk to people asking why you want this job you should never say it's a stepping stone right which again I understand no one wants to feel used understandable but I've seen that a lot of employers are kind of afraid of their job being treated as a stepping stone especially if they see that their candidate is a little bit overqualified not too overqualified but just like a little bit they have a little extra sauce right for this position and a lot of employers fear that if a better opportunity comes along their employer their employee will just leave out a drop of the hat and in the next segment I am going to talk about how That is not necessarily always the case. And yeah, so that'll be in my next segment. Hi, guys, I'm back. So I wanted to talk about, um, so in the last segment, I just talked about how it seems that employers want their employees to be very flexible, but employers don't want to do the same thing. Or at least not to that degree. And I was just talking about how in a lot of my interviews, 
I would always say that Shimu was a side project. Again, if I accept the job, I can definitely push Shimu to the side. That's not an issue. But it just made me sad that I had to say it like that. Because if I said, no, Chimu's not a side thing, these people would have written me off and not even considered me for this position. Because to them, it may seem like I have conflicting priorities or I'm going to be working on Chimu on their dime. Where that's the opposite of the truth. If you hire me for a job, I am going to do that job. I will not work on Chimu during mall hours. Like, that. that's just, that's too, in my opinion, unless you're okay with me doing that, that's disrespectful. You paid me to do a certain job, I'm going to do it. I'm, I love Chimu, but, but you love your kids, but you're not going to bring your kids to your job, right? So... And so I just wanted to continue on how, and I've noticed that a lot of employers, when they interview candidates, especially candidates that are a little bit overqualified for the jobs, not like overly qualified, but they have just a little extra spice, you know, just a little extra something, right? Some employers get scared of that, that if they hire this employee, if another job opportunity comes, they're just going to write up and leave. And I'm going to tell you from experience based on talking with people, that is usually not the case. Like employees don't just up and leave for nothing. And I'll talk about the issue of like a lot of employers think that their employees will leave if they're offered more money at another company. And I'll tell you why that's not always the case. Now, do people leave for more money? Yes, that that's just a fact of life. But my thing is, look, if you have a candidate and you know they're worth 85K, right? You know they're worth 85K and you can afford to pay them 85K. Because again, there are some companies, especially if they're startups, they can't afford to pay their workers the industry weight rate because they're a startup or they don't have the funds for those companies this message is not for you you can close your ears so for those so there are companies like that and i'm not talking about those companies but more often than not there are companies that can afford to pay their workers the industry standard because they are the industry standard right so they can afford but there'll be companies who are willing to nickel and dime their employees because you know they want to save money so if you see an employee or you're looking at hiring a candidate you know that you're supposed to be paying them 85k and you can afford to pay them 85k no problem do not quote them 60 to 65k okay do not quote them 60 to 65K when you know they are worth 85K and you know you can comfortably give that to them. And I'll tell you why. Okay, if the person is worth 85K, you are quoting them 65K. They may negotiate to 70K. Fine, you're paying them 70K. If another job opportunity comes and that other job is paying them 85k not because they feel like they are so important but that's because what that's what they're supposed to be earning in the first place if your employee sees 
that person is offering me 85k for doing the same job I'm doing for y'all for 65 75k that person will leave especially if they're in a job that doesn't treat them well you guys are not treating them right you guys are micromanaging them they feel like there's no growth with the company and y'all lied to them in the interview that there's growth at the company of course they will leave and in peop- employers will get mad at that but i'm like if the employers were in the employee's shoes they would do the same thing in an instant so my thing for that for employees who are scared that their employees are going to leave or that their employees are going to leave for a better opportunity make sure as long as you can afford it because you know i know some of y'all can't afford it but if you can afford it Pay your employees what you're supposed to pay them. Nurture them. Show them that there's rooms for growth. When they do something wrong, correct them. Be flexible. Do not punish them that they came 10 minutes late because they had a doctor's appointment. Do not punish them saying if they take a day off for mental health, that is going to bite them in the butt. Do not punish them for being human. Do not punish them because they're not taking their work to home every single day. Do not punish them because they don't want to stay an extra hour and not get compensated for that. Don't punish them for that. They're human, just like y'all are human. Because if you guys keep doing that, then what reason are you giving them to stay? Especially if someone's going to offer them more money. Why would they stay with y'all? So like that, that's what I wanted to say. So for employers who are afraid that their customers are going to leave or that their customer or sorry, that their employees are just using them as a stepping stone instead of, you know, pointing fingers at the employees saying, oh, they're at the employees saying, oh, they're, they're just using us. They really don't want to work for us. See how you're treating them. Because I know plenty of people who work at jobs that are quote unquote, they're overqualified for, and they stay in those jobs and reject job offers that they're very, that are more up to snuff because they love the company, because the company gives them room to grow, because the company is flexible. I have seen people turn down six figure jobs. For a 65 to 70K job because they love the company. The company was flexible. The company atmosphere was nice. So please, before you start saying, oh, they're just using us. See what you're doing. Stop offering employees that you know you can pay 85K. Because, you know, that's the industry standard. You can afford that. Stop offering them 65K because y'all want to save money. Please stop that. It's not right. And then you guys will cry that they left for something else. Don't do that. But yeah, I just wanted to do like this quick talk. And again, I apologize if I sound whiny or if I sound like I'm entitled. But these are just some of the observations that I have seen. Right? So it's not just me. There are a lot of people who are venting out their frustrations. And you can read countless articles on how employers are not flexible on how bosses, managers, they're not flexible with their people, but they want their people to be flexible as F. 
so yeah my so the takeaway is just please treat your employees right treat them with respect pay them what they're supposed to deserve again if an employee is not up to snuff fire them or take give them a pay cut but please just treat them with respect do not expect them to go 150 for you when you guys won't even go 85 for them okay and again employees are human just like y'all employers y'all are human you guys are not robots y'all are human okay so just remember that okay y'all thank you for coming to my ted talk and have a good day